Welcome back. This is episode number 152 of the Healthy Diabetic Podcast. As always, before we get started, please remember that nothing that you hear on this podcast should be considered medical advice or otherwise. Please always consult your medical team before making any changes to your diabetes management. All right, as I get started on today's topic, I'm excited to talk about today's topic, by the way. Um, I made a quick post about it the other day. Um, and it's, it, I decided for this week's episode, um, it was going to be very prevalent for me to kind of sit down and go on a deep dive into this topic. So we're going to do that in just a second. But before we do that, I got some announcements I need to inform you guys about, talk to you guys about. So I was able to find a really cool production company that's going to basically not give the podcast a facelift, but some things are changing on the podcast. I know I changed some stuff, um, what, three, four, maybe five months ago uh, when we rebranded. Actually, it was more than that. It's it, We rebranded in January. So we're not doing a rebrand. This is still the Healthy Diabetic Podcast. I'm not changing the name, but you're going to see some small things change in terms of how maybe things sound. Um, I personally think the podcast sounds really good, uh, but these guys are going to make it sound even better. So I'm excited about that. So to say all that, we are going to take a one to two week break. So this will be the last episode, um, for about a week to two weeks as we continue to record some more episodes, um, and get all those episodes edited. We've got a lot of Camp Hamway episodes that are being edited right now. I'm editing them and helping them edit on the back end. But uh, yeah, I'm really excited about this next step. Um, they're going to help me take the podcast to the next level. We're going to be able to get more and more guests on um, and get things edited really, really fast. So I don't have to do all of the, all of the work on the back end, which makes me happy. Um, maybe I'll do some of it. I don't know yet. But uh, that that's a big change that's coming to the podcasts, which I'm really excited about. So um, don't be alarmed if you guys don't see an episode pop up on your notifications over the next one to two weeks. Um, we're not going anywhere. Uh, we're just making a couple changes on the back end on how things are being edited. So um, hopefully this is going to help me get information and, and things out faster. The other really cool thing that uh, the podcast is going to start doing is we're going to start turning these episodes into vlogs. These are now going to be videos as well on YouTube. I think it's going to be YouTube, but uh, we'll, we'll see We'll see what happens. Um, I think it's going to be YouTube, but maybe maybe we'll put it on another platform. Um, but for right now, I think we're putting it on, on YouTube. So if you would love to kind of see the faces behind um, the guests, behind me, watch the conversation go on and real and you know kind of in real time it's not really in real time but kind of in real time uh you're gonna have the opportunity uh moving forward so we'll still have the audio piece so you can still listen in your car or however you've been um uh, consuming the podcast up until now but it's also going to be video format so i'm really pumped about that because a lot of people like to watch podcasts as a video format um, I know I do. I love watching Joe Rogan's podcast and it's all on video. So I love that. But uh, yeah, that's going to be a new thing on the podcast. So I'm super pumped about that. So those are the two things that I wanted to leave you guys with. Um, as always, if you feel 
that this is this episode has given you value, please, please make sure that you share it with someone that uh, you believe is going to get even you know more value out of it. So share the episode with uh, a friend, share the podcast with a friend. Um, I really appreciate all of you guys continuing to support me, the podcast, and listening every single week. So thank you for that. Okay, let's go dive into, let's get into today's topic. All right, so if you guys follow me on Instagram, um, I put up a post the other day that uh, I'd you know been thinking a lot about for a while. I've been talking a lot about it as well, but um, it really goes off of what the five pillars are. But I kind of took the five pillars idea and crafted that into something that I believe was very valuable to know about how to improve your blood sugars. So basically the post is five ways to improve your blood sugars. And that's what I wanted to kind of take some time today to kind of go over and maybe dive, take a little deep dive into. So here we go. Number one, the number one thing, and this one, this number one thing is 100% the most crucial thing. And you guys have heard me talk about this before. Have a positive relationship, have a positive outlook on diabetes. This is so crucial and so important for us as diabetics to make sure that we're not in a bad place with diabetes. And I know like bad place and negative, like the, I don't necessarily like using those words because they're, they're words that define something specific and everybody's relationship with diabetes is different. What I view as a positive relationship with diabetes might not be what you believe uh, is a positive relationship with diabetes and, and vice versa. What I think is negative, you might not think is negative. You might think that's your positive. So I don't care what your positive outlook is as long as you believe that that is a positive outlook on diabetes. So that's number one. Make sure that you have a positive outlook on diabetes. Number two is about consistency. I've talked about this before. Consistency builds amazing habits. Consistency rules our ability to be successful with diabetes. Now, there are 100% people in the world, because I've talked to them on this podcast, that that just travel over the world and do different things. And their habits aren't always the same. But what they've been able to do, if they've, they've been able to take that lifestyle that they're living, going from, maybe from city to city, going from country to country, whatever it is, they've been able to take that travel schedule and orient that into a strategy that they use as their diabetes management. So the, the consistency piece is important. That's number two. Number three is good old, what's your relationship with food? Food is, I feel like food and exercise, and exercise is actually one of these two, but I feel like food and exercise are the two missing things that either people like do exercise, and that's stupid to say do, but some, you know, I think people either participate in exercise or some type of movement or activity on a regular basis, or they don't. And I think food is the same type of thing. Either you understand that processed foods are so detrimental to our overall health or you don't. Either you understand that a specific type of food at a specific time of day is going to hit your blood sugar differently or you don't. So understanding 
your relationship with food, but not just relationship with food, but your relationship with food and how that food interacts with your blood sugar. Because it's it's more than just your relationship with food. So number three is understanding the relationship between food and your blood sugar. That is severely important. What do your trends say? Or do you see can you see the picture or can you see the story laid out in front of you by the pictures that you're taking from a CGM, from finger sticks, from tracking, whatever you're doing, whatever is part of your management style. How are you tracking your food and how that food is impacting your blood sugars? Because that is very important. That's number three. Number four, I just talked about exercise. Exercising regularly, not just exercising, but exercising regularly is extremely, extremely important to help regulate blood sugar. It's it's one of those missing links that I think people don't get or understand. And I, and I want to preface this as well. And I've said this before as well. When we talk about exercise, there is no right or wrong answer. Some people, maybe you just need to go on a walk daily. Some people, maybe you just need to do strength training. Some people, maybe you just need to do some light cardio, low intensity exercise. Some people, Maybe you need to implement high intensity into strength training and low and low intensity. If I was your coach, which I am, you're listening to this, I'm a coach, I'm your coach, I would suggest that you combine all four aspects of exercise and movement, whatever that might be, low intensity, high intensity, strength training, and walking. All four of those should be involved in your programming that you're doing for yourself. Now, what do I mean by high intensity? I mean, I'm pushing my heart rate really high. I'm not talking about I'm just going out for a leisure run. That is not high intensity. That is low to medium intensity. Where does yoga or Pilates or any of that type of stuff fall into this? It's, a, it's low to medium intensity. And it, it is all dependent on how what your heart rate is responding to. How do your heart rate respond to that activity? The reason walking is so awesome and so good for your blood sugars not just as an exercise and movement piece but also to to, you can you know you've probably heard the concept of i'll take a walk before you eat a high glycemic meal or before you eat a meal take a walk after you eat a meal it's because it helps start the uh, process of the insulin really getting through muscle tissue, the insulin really start working at a faster rate than if you were just sitting there watching TV. So walking is really, really good to help us move blood sugars along, to help the insulin really start working the way it's supposed to. So that's number four, exercise regularly. The last one, number five on this list is all about having a strong inner circle. I've talked so much about support systems and how important they are and and the fact that your support system is not just, it is not just your friends, family members, and people close to you. Your support system could 100% be that person on the other side of the planet from you that is dealing with maybe the same type of things that you're dealing with as a diabetic. Maybe you're a caregiver and you, there's a specific part of your young diabetics journey that you're just, you're just not being able to get. Well, maybe you need to go 
listen to some other podcasts. Maybe you need to get on Facebook and get on some Facebook groups for parents. Maybe you need to hire a coach. Whatever it is, there are resources out there outside of your doctor's office, outside of your friends and family members that 100% have your, your emotional support in mind. There's resources out there to help you get answers right now, not have to wait. One, one of the things I, I, can't, I can't stand when I hear people talk about is um, they'll make the comment of like, oh, I can't figure this one piece out about my, my kid's diabetes or about my diabetes or whatever it is, um, but I've got, a, I've got a doctor's appointment with my endo in three months. I was like, wait a minute, you, you do know that there's a whole community of people that probably have dealt with what you're dealing with right now a hundred times over. I know you can go onto Facebook groups, you can go onto Instagram, you can go to the people that you follow on Instagram and ask them a specific diabetes question and you will get an answer within 10 minutes. You cannot say that for the for your doctor or your medical community. Maybe your doctor will get back to you on my chart or whatever, however you're communicating with them fast. If it's a if it's a medical type situation that they can help you with, great. But in my experience, trying to say to myself, oh let me wait three months to get this answer isn't the right way to go about figuring that piece out, figuring that that struggle out or figuring that out that nugget or whatever it is that you're trying to figure out because you have resources. So number five is all about improving and building upon your inner circle, your diabetes inner circle. You know, you, you're, you should be as a, as a, a person and a human being and trying to grow as a person, I would think that you're growing your inner circle of your friends and and those people that emotionally support you, you need to do the same thing with your diabetes. Grow your diabetes inner circle. That's number five. So we've got number one, which is making sure that you're having a positive outlook on your diabetes. We've got number two is consistency. We've got number three is understanding the relationship between food and how that food affects your blood sugar. Number four, exercise regularly. And number five, have a strong inner circle of diabetes influential people to you. It doesn't have to be social media influencers, just people that you can call up right now and say, hey, I'm having this issue. Have you dealt with this before? Or I'm having this issue. What do you think I should do? What should I try? I've tried X, Y, and Z. Oh, well, okay, maybe you should try doing this. Or it sounds like you didn't do this or you forgot about doing this. Those conversations are so powerful. So powerful. So I hope this is something that was valuable to for you guys to hear. Jot it down. You can go and look at my recent, I mean, it's like literally, I think four or five days ago that I made this post. It literally says five ways to improve your blood sugars. You can read my, my uh, description there. Um, like, like it, comment on it. Tell me what your, what your management style is or if you agree with these five um, things. But uh, I hope this brought value to you. And, and I really hope that you guys are having a, a fabulous week. I hope you have a fabulous weekend. And also the last thing, if you are in need of support my door is always open to you. There's a link in the show notes 
for some discovery calls. My email's in there. You can reach out to me on social media. Ask me questions. I'm here to help. I'm here to support you in whatever way that might be. Us working together or us just, or me just, you know, giving you some tips and tricks or heck, us just getting on the phone and, and having a really good conversation. So I'd love to connect with you. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time.